Hello, lovely human beings. My name is Michelle Mitchell. I'm a designer, illustrator, and author with a passion for human rights and love for all. Speaking up for those who cannot yet speak for themselves. I take this time to welcome you to Freedom Fridays, giving you the safe place you need to be free and stay free. Your moment and space for inspiration and encouragement, equipping you with the tools you need to break free from limiting beliefs and the ability to help someone else do the same. You are more powerful and amazing than you could ever imagine. So come on in. It's Freedom Friday. Welcome to the inaugural episode of Freedom Fridays. You made it here. You are alive today, and that is a beautiful thing. I am celebrating your life this morning, noon, or evening. You are amazing, and that's awesome. I want to talk about a few things today. Let's discuss, let's chat, let's have some fun, and let's have some serious moments because my life is a serious matter. And so is yours. It's freedom, freedom, freedom. So I remember in school, at work, and actually in just everyday life, some conversations or questions on racism would come up and some very specific people would have the response, I'm not racist. And that was good enough for back then. We let y'all have that then. But it's not good enough anymore. Some of these statements that I heard from not racist people were, and this is not an exhaustive list by any means. I love all people. I don't see color. I don't say the N-word or use racial slurs. That's good. That That's nice. But that's not enough because not racist has us witnessing injustices and sitting back while people get hurt, while people get killed. So it's no longer enough to just not be a racist. You have to be anti-racist. For those of you who feel a little challenged by what I just said, here are some not racist scenarios. Not racist doesn't do the shooting or the name calling, but also doesn't use their privileged voice to say, this is wrong. Not Racist sees many white colleagues promoted every day while hardworking, policy-following, broken promises-receiving people of color, specifically Black colleagues, are passed over for years tirelessly and excellently working for the same company that fails them daily. Not Racist watch me get denied service at a restaurant and repeatedly skipped, looking in my face with eyes filled with pity, and yet still went up to the counter to place your Not Racist order while I gave up and walked out without anyone to speak up for me. Not Racist says, they're not all bad cops, but doesn't hold the good ones accountable or responsible to fulfill their oath to serve and protect, even when it's protecting people from your own co-workers. Not Racist says, I didn't rape her. I didn't tase her. I didn't call the cops on him. I'm not biased in my classroom. I help all my patients while ignoring their suffering and oppression under this systemically racist, unfair, and broken system. I need y'all, you all, 
to be anti-racist. Let's define that real quick. Anti-racism is the practice of identifying, challenging, and changing the values, structures, and behaviors that perpetuate systemic racism, as stated by Ontario Anti-Racism Secretariat. Some people see the word anti, and they're like, nah, I don't want to be that. But listen, when you're anti a bad thing, that is a good thing. Come on now. Don't let fear and defensiveness cause you to be purposely ignorant. Be an anti-racist today. And if you're not there yet, let's start getting there. Please, our lives depend on it. Black lives do matter. It's not that yours doesn't, but it's pointing to the reality that our society has gone on far too long, making it clear that ours doesn't. And the all lives matter. That statement says that every single ethnic group, every single human, every single life matters. But I can't confidently say all lives matter if the parts of the whole, W-H-O-L-E, are being disregarded as if their lives don't. Because the contradiction lies in this. Black lives are part of the whole. The all is the whole. Until all the parts also matter, the whole does not matter. So until black lives matter, I cannot confidently say that all lives matter. That is the contradiction. It's freedom. freedom. Happy pre, during, or post-Juneteenth, everyone. How are you celebrating? For those that don't know yet, um, I guess for those of you that didn't Google it, that didn't see it pop up in your calendar, let me share a little background with you. So this is taken from Juneteenth.com. Juneteenth is the oldest nationally celebrated commemoration of the ending of slavery in the United States. Dating back to 1865, it was on June 19th that the Union soldiers, led by Major General Gordon Granger, landed at Galveston, Texas, with news that the war had ended and that the enslaved were now free. Note that this was two and a half years after President Lincoln's Emancipation Proclamation, which had become official January 1st of 1863. The Emancipation Proclamation had little impact on the Texans due to the minimal number of Union troops to enforce the new executive order. However, with the surrender of General Lee in April of 1865 and the arrival of General Granger's regiment, the forces were finally strong enough to influence and overcome the resistance. Put your fists in the air. Victory. And so we just want to have this continuous symbol of victory, of celebration, of we shall overcome. Deep in my heart, I do believe we shall overcome. Picnics, 
barbecues, parades, dressing up. Let the girls step. Let the boys step. Let's just celebrate the fact that we all were finally aware of the news that all slaves were freed. So how are you celebrating again? Let's do this. And let's not just celebrate June 19th. Let's celebrate our freedom every day. Although the nation is making it very hard for us to feel like we're free, we need to know that we're free. And it starts in our own minds. It starts in our communities. It starts in our actions towards ourselves and each other. How are you loving yourself today? And how are you loving your neighbor? Remember, your neighbor's not just the person that lives right next door to you. Your neighbor is everyone. If they're living, if they're breathing, if they're existing, they are your neighbor. How are you loving on your neighbor today? I don't know if you can comment on this, but let me know. All right, love y'all. It's Frida, Frida. Spotlight time. This season and every season is all about uplifting and supporting our people. So I'm shining a light on Awomi Naturals. A special thank you to Awomi Naturals for their Tribe and True member feature of me this month. Check it out at awominaturals.com where they say real skin needs real ingredients. So I just want to share this quick thing with you that I got from their site so that you understand just how powerful their brand is and why you should support them too. Our products and ingredients are sourced with the intent of placing value on Africa's most undervalued natural resource, its women. We work to exclusively increase the economic power of women like our grandma who battle cultural norms to support themselves and their families. With every purchase of an Awomi Naturals 100% organic beauty product, you become a part of a global movement to empower women's entrepreneurship and education throughout West Africa. BT Dubs, this is not a paid ad, it's support. And if you have a Black-owned brand or business that you think I should shout out, let me know. Send a message to contact at michellemitchell.art with the subject B.O.B. Spotlight. Now let's get back to the discussion. I was writing in my journal and I wrote down loving our culture, but not our leadership. And I was just thinking about that. Like, what does that mean, Michelle? It means I see this willingness to appropriate Black American and African culture. I see this willingness to love our music, our artists, our dances, our inventions, our art, and more. But I don't see this willingness to put us into places of leadership. Servanthood, yes, but not leadership. I noticed while looking at teams of employees across various industries that the higher and higher you get to executive levels, the less and less you see of us. Why is that? I'm not even going to answer it. I'm just going to let you think about it. The higher and higher you get to executive levels, the less and less you see of us. And for my brothers and sisters out there, just in case someone or someones have lied to you your whole life, you're worthy of that position. If you are called on daily 
weekly, monthly, yearly, as a leader, you're worthy of a leadership role. If you are asked to be a part of every think tank, every brainstorming session, every I wonder what we can do to make us better type of meeting, you are worthy of a promotion. If you are excellent, 10 times better, do 10 times more than everyone else consistently, you are more than worthy of that executive title. So I just want to set you free from this lie today that says, maybe you're not good enough. Maybe you don't make the cut. No, you made the cut. Unfortunately, you have barriers in your way. I just wanted to remind you to break free from that lie that you're unworthy because you are more than worthy, my brother and my sister. Love ya. It's freedom. freedom. Well, we're going to pause here because we've sadly reached the end of this episode. We'll press play again next time. Make sure you subscribe to the Freedom Fridays podcast, your safe space of freedom. Want to stay connected? You can find me on the interwebs at michellemitchell.art and on Instagram at michellethecreativist. That's one L in Michelle. Always remember, you are beautiful, handsome, creative, intelligent, inventive, powerful, amazing, worthy, valued, and loved more than you'll ever know. God bless you. Later. I feel so